This week on the podcast, we talk open world games. Well, actually, no, we talk Elden Ring. But it kind of goes into a tangent about open world games. And we also talk about, you know, how great Souls games are in general. And I introduce Kit to Metal Wolf Chaos. Stay tuned for this one. You're going to love it. Hello and welcome to a very special episode of The Brave Room. As always, we are joined by the lovely, lovely Kit. Say hi, Kit. Hello. Kit was actually here for last week's episode. You just didn't hear her. She had a very impassioned speech about Tsukihime and (laughs) how Nasu is actually a genius and Fate Zero is amazing. Isn't that incredible? Yeah, only the true fans heard her segment though. All you, all you fake fans didn't hear sh- <laughs> How are you doing, Kit? It's been two weeks since we've spoken. As you, as anyone knows, we only speak during the podcast. So how, how's it been? It's been two weeks since I've last seen you. In these past two weeks, let's see. TI-10 ended. I had a little bit of vacation. Working on work as usual. I guess that's about it. Very simple life. Here's the thing about TI, right? Like, that was a huge deal. TI is arguably one of the biggest esports events of the year. Because Dota is one of the biggest esports of the world. Yet, somehow, in our team, you are the only person who knows the f*** a TI is. My favourite description of it was by Alex, who asked if we had covered the Dota guy winning the esports thing. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that's about the most optimistic reading of that situation. So today's big news story that we're doing a reactionary episode to, Kit, Elden Ring's been delayed. <sighs> oh my god, it's no, it's no longer quite as Elden Ring. I mean, listen, it got delayed by a month. Whatever. <laughs> yeah... I always assume if it's been delayed by a month, then it's either a certification issue or strategic repositioning. That probably means... Uh, Well, we were doing the calendar. I don't think there was anything particularly major in January, was there? Hell if I know. Hell if I know. Maybe Bandai Namco knows something we don't. Maybe Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm Striker Z Revelator 4 comes out in January as well and they didn't want to compete with each other. Hell if I know. (laughs) Here's the thing, I am excited for Elden Ring, right? So am I really? I cannot stand Elden Ring fans. (laughs) The most infuriating group of people. Like, it's great when it's great. Like, you know, when the Elden Ring reveal happened at Summer Game Fest. That was cool, you know. But now we've gone back to the hollowing. And that's that's a problem. We had an Elden Ring leak, but yesterday, as of this recording, it would have been Monday uh, for those of you listening on time. And who cares if you're listening to this in far, far in the future? But so it was 30 seconds of the tarnished just like moving around and the jump. Yay, Christian Ma. And everyone was losing their minds over it trying to dig in for every information. They were like, oh my god, it's the same pose from Dark Souls 1. It's the... 
and I'm just like, dude, it's 30 seconds. Apparently, it was leaked by a playtester, and you gotta love the balls on this playtester because sure, he leaked Elden Ring footage, but he made sure it wasn't anything substantial. So it was like, oh no, I if I can keep a good relationship with Bandai Namco, maybe they'll let me back into the building. I guess it must be the whole thing from the usual FromSoft games that isn't Sekiro, where there's the, the plot is just kind of out there and you're free to interpret it however the hell you like so 30 seconds is a big deal to these guys i suppose no no but you don't understand it was 30 seconds of nothing it was literally dude cliff there is nothing to to extrapolate other than this is the basic armor set of the game and this is the basic equipment like seeing people no, no 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 you you don't understand this tiny pixel is the one thing that will link the games together checkmate is like calm down guys okay so i should point out like i am being a snarky smug asshole about this for one reason which is the yes. elden ring fandom is very very upset that media was shown a 16 minute gameplay but not allowed to show it to the rest of the world Yes. So you and I have seen this footage. <laughs> yes. So of course it's not a big deal to us. We... <laughs> my favorite thing about this was uh, people commenting, Oh my god, the, the jump button. I'm like, haven't we known about the jump button for a while? Like we, You wrote about it in your coverage for Elden Ring. Yes. And even in the leak trailer, there, you know, all those months ago, there was a jump and we've seen it with our own eyes from the footage mm-hmm. so you know where <laughs> of course there's no big deal to us but like, oh no these guys are probably seeing the jump for the first time huh <laughs> i mean i mean i had to admit to to the presenters at the session i am unironically excited for the jump button so i can't imagine uh, the circle jerk that's going around about this one ne- brand new TM action. My favorite thing is it's not even new. Dark Souls 1 had a platforming puzzle that was mandatory. The only difference is that the jump button is good now. <laughs> <laughs> the do, you know parkour, what, man. do you know what the jump button was in Dark Souls 1? What was it? It was the same as the dodge button and the sprint button. Uh huh. You had to... So, tap X was roll. Okay. Hold X was run. Hold uh-huh. X, then tap X was jump. Is this a fighting game now? No, that's a... Dude, jumping in fighting games is fucking easy. This is... And there is an annoying part of the game that you have to learn to jump. Or else you fall off the ledge and have to fight through an annoying level all over again. <laughs> because like you give me this kind of combo it just re- makes me think of fighting games oh my god I can't believe they're actually gonna make a FromSoft fighting game can you believe that? Gas. I mean yeah I know but yeah so I don't know okay 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 so Elden Ring right yes. like what what do we know about Elden Ring right now we know about 
the big ol' open world, which I am not a fan of, by the way. <laughs> big ol' open world. Uh, George R. R. Martin, whose uh, Song of Fire and Ice will probably never be completed. Not in this lifetime. <laughs> Here's the thing, knowing how people reacted to Game of Thrones, the finale, George, you yeah. dodged a bullet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, but anyway, so like... Just keep um, on enjoying those royalty checks as they come in. Don't yeah, bother with that he... last book. Heck, write a manga. That'll, that'll be fun. Just keep doing anything else except Song of Ice and Fire. Trust me, you'll <laughs> live your life, George. Life's too short, especially at your age, to be sitting <laughs> cooped up inside writing a book about how a dude and his cousin bang and then a dragon melts a chair. A uh, totally real Elden Ring law, by the way. No, that's Game of Thrones law. That's literally what the... That's the season finale for no, Game no, of Thrones. No, I know, I know, but I mean like... Uh, because the, uh, there's the authoring, so there's totally a hint about XXX dot 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 blah blah blah. Oh, it, yeah, it's, yeah. it's time for you to connect the dots, people. So here's, here's the thing about the open world that I have the problem with. Is that, to me, I don't know how many people will agree with this. Like, the appeal of these souls-like is the corridor. Like... There can be multiple ways to solve a problem, but at the end of the day, it is a tailored experience. And we had this discussion with Ben, our editor, uh, who thought that Souls likes and Rogue likes were the same thing. Like oh. he he asked me if why Dark Souls isn't a Rogue like, and I said the joy of a Rogue like is that it's never the same. You know, because ev- every time you every run you do is a different run, right? You can never predict mm-hmm. what's going to happen next. Whereas the appeal of a Souls-like is that it is always the same. It is, I will turn this corner, there will be two knights who will walk slowly towards me. If I don't move, the first one will use an overhead slash. Like, it is clear what is going to happen and it's up to you to practice your solution to it. And, you know, the advanced strategy, run through it. I, I honestly do like tailored experiences myself because I find that open world means the objectives tend to be a little bit more vague. Yeah. And um, then I just I just find myself kind of paralyzed to indecision. Exactly, exactly. And you have that problem with you have, you have that problem. like I'm playing Far Cry six right now and that's like good lord I don't know what to do in that game. Every single person I talk to opens like 10 more markers on the map. <laughs> I want to get an upgrade from my gun and it's like, Oh, but you need more fasteners. How do I get more fasteners? You kill a puma. What? <laughs> what did I have to do with anything? And like, uh, like uh, I know, we, I know Todd Howard loves to release and re-release Skyrim and all that. Like the most I've played of Skyrim is about... 30 minutes and I just couldn't play anymore because I just hate exploring so much. I mean, exploring can be fun. Like, Dark Souls 2 is the most exploration-heavy part of the game. Okay, but let let me explore a crafted area. Don't give me this open world thing. Open worlds can be crafted as well. Like, Fallout New Vegas is, is an open world that is very meticulously crafted. I get, I get okay. what you're, I get what you're saying though. Like, the problem with 
games like Far Cry in particular, like the Ubisoft open world is we have designed a map, we have maximized it to be as huge as possible. Here is a bucket of objectives. We're going to pour them randomly over the map and see what see what works. Then we're gonna pour another bucket over it. Then we're gonna pour another bucket over it. And then we're gonna make you go find like ten bajillion radio towers. Yeah. So yeah, that's the that's the problem with open worlds. And the idea that they're bringing that into a Souls like is just like, no. <laughs> I like, you know, big areas where you can maneuver around enemies. Like uh, Bloodborne has that field with the church giants, and you totally don't have to fight any of them because because the area is so huge, you can bob and weave through them. But the idea of, you know, between point A and point B is this huge, vast forest. There was a forest in Bloodborne, and it is the my least favorite part of the entire game for the exact same reason. It's a I nightmare. mean, I guess at least this time you have a horns. The horse doesn't matter because navigating it is still going to be a pain. Oh, but that actually, no, the, the horse creates another problem that I have with Far Cry, which is if you have to have a movement up, that means there's going to be a lot of skippable area like square footage there's going to be a lot of skippable square footage in which case just cut it out of the game <laughs> getting from a to b in far cry is one of the most miserable experiences of that game so you uh -huh. know the idea of doing it in in a souls like is equally miserable it's like um, but but like they assure you that they've crafted a lot of shit in it. They so assure they... you the same thing with every Far Cry game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe you can have a little bit more faith in FromSoft, mayhaps. Yeah. Mayhaps. No, I don't. Uh, <laughs> and that's the thing, right? It's because. It, it's the same thing like why only a few Genshin characters have a movement skill. Like I'm talking like Mona's water movement skill and what's her name? Ice Samurai Girl? I can't remember her name. Ayaka? Ayaka, that's the one. There's a reason why only a few of them have those types of skills. It's because, you know, Genshin doesn't want you to skip over the long areas in a hurry. Like, either you fast travel and miss everything in between, or you walk and you well, find... it's not like they will let you skip whether or not you have those skills. No, no, it's... I mean, like I said, the, the skip is the fast travel, but the, like, fast forwarding would be using one of, one of those movement skills. But because there is... Like, I, I don't particularly like how Genshin does it as, either, but... Because they want you to interact with all that, that's why there is no in-between. Whereas the idea of, we've added, you know, car slash horse, it doesn't fast travel you, but it gets you through the area faster than you would on foot, is just an excuse to make the map bigger. And I would take a smaller map that's more fun than a huge map. Weirdly enough, you know what, you know what game I think makes great use of its huge open world map? Death Stranding. I guess I can kind of see that. I mean, the whole journey yeah, the tra traversal kind of is the gameplay. So yeah. of course, of course, you can't fast travel between between cities. You have to walk, and then you have like the you know once you connect things to the network, then you have the highway, 
which you and your other players would have built together. So, like, I think it's in the second map in the game, there's that area with loads of rocks that are just a nightmare to walk through if you're carrying too yes. much stuff. I remember that very not fondly. Yeah, so the moment I connected everything onto the network, guess what? There was a highway running over that entire area. Fantastic. Yeah, I would just I would literally just load up like four packages at once and and just drive up and down the highway delivering all of them, getting all the likes I wanted. So, you know, you can do that. Like you can make the traversal fun. I just don't think that many open world games have. Oh, but you can climb and get climbing in Genshin is terrible. <laughs> like I would just turn into an open world rant. Oh well, that's the episode I guess. <laughs> yeah, climbing in Genshin is terrible. There is no reason to stamina limit climbing in Genshin. But strategic travel support. Strategic. Yeah. There's no strategy to it. It's literally just did you find the way the developers wanted you to go? No. Hope you can, like, manipulate the geometry such that your character is technically standing and therefore not consuming grip. <laughs> Good lord. Uh, wow, we, this really is a Greatest Hits episode. We chat on Genshin. We... <laughs> uh, open World, uh, Gripes, Ubisoft. We don't talk about Ubisoft all that much in this podcast, actually. But yeah, anyway, so that's my worries about, about the open world in Elden Ring. Because, like, you know, technically, Dark Souls 1 and 2 were pretty open world as well. Like, I love yeah. Dark Souls 1 and 2's level designs were f***ing amazing. So Dark Souls 2, you have the starting town of Majula. Mm-hmm. Walk in any direction, there's a boss at the end of there. And The like, only thing I vaguely remember is killing the merchant, get his stuff. Oh yeah, that's a speedrunning strat because that gets yeah. you more money. I, I only have speedrunning strats in my brain because that's all I know. <laughs> but yeah, it's literally like... Go north, boss area. Like that—that's one area that you have to go through with a boss. Go north, but left at the fork, another area. See that big circle in the in the center of town? Go down there, another area. And it just keeps going. Like no matter how you wander, you find something, something meaningful in the in Dark Souls Two, and Dark Souls One is uh, same thing as well. Like filing shrine is a circle every branch goes somewhere else. Like, it's really, really good design. And I like that because it feels more rewarding instead of huge open field. Ah, oh, but if you if you angle yourself this way and keep walking in a straight line, you're gonna find a town. Or a dragon. Or a dragon. Okay, my favorite thing is, so you were telling me about the legacy dungeons in Elden Ring, yeah. right? Just to, to bring this back on topic. Uh, <laughs> and the, the quotes from the developers that you presented were some were like, yeah, you know, this is a much more tailored experience. You know, it's a lot more about puzzle solving and all that stuff. And I suddenly, yeah. it suddenly it hit me. Oh, it's called Legacy Dungeons because this is Dark Souls. <laughs> These are just Dark Souls levels. Uh, we'll come back home, I guess. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. Like, knowing that they're still in the game is what warms me up to Elden Ring. Uh, like both the legacy dungeons and the smaller ones will be crafted also they say and then because the place is so massive and you get the jump button there's more options for you to parkour and such so yeah that that was the main selling point of the legacy dungeons yeah yeah and but... now i'm just and here i am just looking at the design and wondering who the hell went crazy with the clone tool i mean that's every dark souls game <laughs> 
There's just so much. Who who needs that many? Who has that much stone? Trust me. Oh man, this is area in Dark Souls Three. Oh yeah, you where like the law of that area is that all the people in that city like died at the same time, and so there's just piles of bodies copy pasted all over across the level. It's the best. That's the other thing I like about Dark Souls games is that so people are complaining that Elden Ring looks basically like Dark Souls Three because it's kind of using I think it's using the same engine as Dark Souls Three, which is using the same engine as Bloodborne. Here's the thing: I have never like. Souls games have always looked good, but not great. That is where they fit in. Like the problem is, Demon Souls just came out. That was not made by FromSoft. That was made by Bluepoint, the、mm-hmm. remake of Demon Souls. And that game looks amazing. And it is rough going back. <laughs> like holy shit, that game looks great. Characters' lips move when they talk. Like they're anim, they're actually animated. I was watching Vati's Prepare to Cry series on Demon Souls, and it was just like, "Oh my god, this looks so much better than <laughs> than the actual FromSoft games." But that's、They、the thing. Like people, even though the words that come out from their mouth is totally not something a regular human would say. <laughs> But yeah, <sighs> so like, no one expects a Souls game to look good. But when you get one that does, it's like, oh boy, it's hard to go, hard to go back in it. Maybe they should commission Bluepoint to, like, you know, spice it up a bit. I don't know. I kind of like the jank of of Souls games, though. Like, because the problem is getting it to look that good comes at a cost. Like something else is gonna suffer, and everything else that's good about Souls games, I would not, I would not be willing to trade it in for a prettier game. You know. Yeah, I mean, I get that. After all, the point of Souls games isn't really the graphics; it's, it's like the visceral action, that sort of thing, the control. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I will gladly take an ass-looking Souls game if it controls well. <laughs> that being said, Bloodborne is the best-looking Souls game by a country mile. Good lord, that game is gorgeous. But yeah, this this isn't a, a podcast to once again shill Bloodborne. But- <laughs> Oh, as I'm speaking right now, when this episode goes up, I believe it'd be like maybe give or take fifteen hours before the Arknights event starts. You can get the Arknights Lady Maria six star for free. So if you are a Mar- Lady Maria sim, please go and try the game, and you'll also get free pools and stuff. So go for it! Yay!、What、I got need- in my shilling. What do you need to get? To get her, she's free. Oh, they just give her to you? Uh, yeah. You you still need to get her from the exchange shop, but it's just a bit of grinding, and you can get one copy of her without needing to pray to the gacha gods. I'm not gonna lie, I may do this just for the with some giggles. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm like just trying to get my friend. Hey, look. There is a、uh, Lady Maria Homage here. Please play the game. And also, she's a very tall woman. Yeah, which is also a Lady Maria thing. <laughs>、uh, oh man, Lady Maria is great. It's just such a great designed boss fight.、Uh, Her Figma will be coming out like next year or something, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it's still open for pre-order right now. But here's the thing: the the problem with Figmas is that. They're good if you're the type who likes to fidget your figures around and you know change poses every day or so. I am not one of these people. 
because the price you pay is that it looks janky because you know you have, they have to fit in the joints and stuff. So yeah, once they had an actual photo of the Lady Maria Figma, like not the not you know the promotional photo, I was like, oh, I no longer want this figure. Alas, I good would... smile does not claim your wallet today. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, but you know, I think the best thing about Souls games is that. Every Souls fan wants the same thing. We just want more. <laughs> <laughs> like Sekiro was not a Souls game. It had Souls elements, but it was definitely not a Souls game. Everything about its design was like it was a PS2 game. It was literally just a PS2 game. Was, also, uh, while while I'm here, can I talk about something real quick? Yeah. Stop trying to change the genre name, guys. It's Souls One. It's Souls One <laughs> or Souls Like. Stop trying to add your favorite game to the list just because you want it to be the big one. Like I saw you trying to change it to like Souls Born. No, 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 no. Souls Born what? Souls Born. Like they're trying to add Sekiro to the end of it. Oh. And like no, 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 no. We don't call. We don't it... just call that from top games. Uh, because that means Cookie and Cream would count as well. What? Cookie and Cream. Look it up. It's a from soft game. I, I do remember the the crazy ninja thing that FromSoft tried to do. That, that's all I remember, really. Also, they did Armored Core. So yeah, FromSoft has a huge... Oh, they also did Metal Wolf Chaos. How could I forget? Uh, <laughs> is that the one I'm thinking of? I'm no, Metal sure Wolf it. Chaos is the one about the US president flying a mech to save America. Mr. That President. Amazing, Maybe they should remake that. They did remake it. It came out two years ago, I think. Two years Wait, ago. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's the thing. Shout out to Super Best Friends Play, who like elevated the game into cult status and managed to get a movement going to get the game remade. So Devolver agreed to publish the remake. Sorry, it wasn't a okay. remake. It was a remaster. But yeah, it has such iconic lines as "Mr. President, believe in your own justice." Yeah. Like, also, the game I was thinking of is Ninja Blade. Oh, uh, was that them as well? Yeah. Unfortunately, question mark is from Soft. Yes. Yeah. So that's why you can't call them from Soft games. They have way too diverse a, a library. So yeah, th- just call them Soulsborne, the same way that we call Hollow Knight a Metroidvania. You know, credit goes to the first two games. Don't try to fit in a third one. Otherwise, we'd be calling them Metroidvania Blasphemous Hollow Knight. Death's Gambit. <laughs> Bloodstain. Bloodstain. <laughs> uh, so yeah, don't worry about it. That's how these things work. You Even in research papers, you go with the first two guys and then et al. And also, like the reason why the term stuck so long is because it rolls off the mouth. It rolls off the tongue better. Yeah, exactly. And be grateful it's at, it's at least two games long and not like Rogue, which has, you know, despite the many, many roguelikes, they're called roguelikes. And it's, also, and it's either light or like. My favorite thing is I read a, someone wrote a really good essay about the roguelike genre. And mm-hmm. most roguelikes don't act, aren't actually based off of Rogue. They're based off another game that was based off of Rogue. That made <laughs> that made the formula more palatable to human beings. <laughs> Kitty, link me the essay. I'm curious. Uh, I'll look it up later. It was back when Returnal came out, and someone uh, accused me of misspelling roguelike because I specifically called Returnal a roguelite, and I was like, "No, no, this is a real term." 
and then I yeah. Uh, okay. So yeah, I'll I'll send it to you after this. But yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, there's not much to talk about Elden Ring because there's not much out about it. I'm looking forward it's, to it. Yes, I'm all for watching people play the game and break it within an hour. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's I love. There's this thing in Dark Souls Three. There's this boss called the Ancient Wyvern, and the whole point mm-hmm. of it is that you go through this door, the wyvern lands, and it will chase you through through the map until you can get to a high enough vantage point and drop on its head, where you will do a scripted one-hit kill of the wyvern. Alright. People have found a way to kill the wyvern without doing the chase sequence. Yes. <laughs> like and there's this a, safe there, there is a staircase nearby, so you can bait one of the wyvern's attacks and then climb up uh, to the top of the staircase and you will drop high enough that you can the game thinks that you've reached the that you can do the plunging attack and you just kill the wyvern in, in one hit it's lovely I love the Souls games for nonsense like this <laughs> also shout out to Gwyn the, the final boss of the first game who can literally just be defeated by parrying you can just parry every single one of his attacks and kill him nice my favorite thing is because the final boss of Dark Souls 3's main story is supposed to be like a spiritual successor to Gwyn. But if you try to parry him, he murders you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really nice, uh, really nice. We're Easter not game. having that in this house here. Yeah, yeah, I saw like back when the game first came out, like, there were lots of clips of people, you know, they were fighting, be like, oh man. Once it's evident that he's supposed to be Gwyn, because Gwyn's team will start playing, they'll be like, oh, they'll bust out their shield, like, okay, yeah, let's go, let's parry. Oh. (laughs) Greatest hits. Yeah, 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 I love those. And then, uh, yeah, he turns you into a bonfire, so don't let him touch you. (laughs) Anyways, this has been another episode of The Brave Room. Thanks so much for listening. You know, do what you will with those extra 30 days until Elden Ring comes out. Uh, uh, time to f- finish up that from soft marathon, no hit, etc. Yeah, no hit soul level one was this broken straight sword only. Yeah, do that. Good, good luck. Oh, well, one more thing. You may have noticed when I was praising the kind of open level design, I left out Dark Souls Three. That game is linear shit. I hate it. Uh, ah well. There is one branch in that game. <laughs> And it's mandatory that you go to both branches. Uh, the illusion of free choice. Yeah. Oh, I know. There's two optional areas. Oh, sue me. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. That's it for us from the Brave Room. Don't forget, you know, comment. Tell us what you think about this episode. Tell us what you think about Elden Ring. Maybe maybe we're wrong. Maybe we did we missed something. Maybe Elden Ring is your dad back from the cigarette store, finally. <laughs> He, he turned around, he realized, oh my god, I love my child. And then came back for you. You did it. You lived your whole life and brought him back. Good job. And now he is a video game made by a guy who will never finish a book. And another guy <laughs> who's only ever read Berserk. <laughs> oh god, I love this game. Ah uh, yeah, see you guys. Take care. Yeah.